Hey guys, welcome to the Weird on Purpose podcast. I'm your weird roommate, Erica. And I'm your weird roommate, Noelle. And Sally's over here looking like a whole ass rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Um. So I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about today. Yeah. I would. I should probably explain. So Sally, our cat, is over here and she's like licking herself in the way that cats do, where leg is up in the air and she's like licking her bitties. Um, and she looks like a fucking rotisserie chicken. I was just gonna leave it unexplained, because I think it's better that God way. God damn it, I've ruined everything. You ruined it! <laughs> Soiled <laughs> it! Soiled um, it! The readout on that looks crazy. Um, so, it's kind of late on Friday night, and I have to work super early tomorrow, and like, all fucking day. And Noelle's gotta work tomorrow. I do. But we're powering through for you. We got this. Um, it's also only an hour out of my life, so, like, whatever. Um, so, would you like to- what were you gonna talk about? Um, so, like, I don't really know. I know that we, like, we watched that, um, Secret World of Jeffree Star series. We did. From, uh, one Mr. Shanae Dawson. And oh. then, there was something else you were going to talk about, though. You were like, I want to talk about that on the podcast. I don't remember. I don't either. Fuck. Um, we suck at this. But I'm going to talk about hockey stuff. <gasps> Erica, talk about hockey stuff, because we were watching, what was, who was playing? It was- The Penguins and Capitals. And Erica got violently fucking angry. I was mad. Okay, so, like, this is going to probably be a recurring theme till, uh- May? Actually, no. Probably through June. Hopefully if the Penguins make it to the finals again. Um, and I'll talk about it every week because, like, hockey is happening now and it's hockey season and that's my life. Um, anyway, I was watching the Penguins and Capitals play and, like, Pittsburgh Penguins, Washington Capitals, they have, like, a weird rivalry thing, um, mainly because they end up playing each other, like, every year in the playoffs and the Penguins usually win. Um, because the Penguins are better than the Capitals, and also, like, Sidney Crosby versus Alex Ovechkin has been a thing since, like, Crosby got drafted for some fucking reason. And Crosby's still just, like, he, to this day, is like, I don't know where they get it. Like, I don't even care. Like, he's a cool guy. Like, he just doesn't give a shit. Um, anyway, so they were playing, they were playing the Capitals, and, like, they, it was cool. It was tied 1-1, like, through the whole fucking game. And then the Capitals scored in, like, the last minute of the game. Which is, like, rude. Fucking stop. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> fucking quit it. Fucking quit it. And, um, so the Capitals won. And I was, like, disappointed about that. But I was angry because there's a fucking, um... It's a rule in hockey where, like, you can't, like, shoulder somebody in the face. Like, you can't purposely, like like duck your body and bring your shoulder up to hit somebody in the face like you can't hit above the shoulders um so like that's a rule that's a penalty i get it evgeny malkin my my favorite chicken-legged boy uh gino he plays for the penguins and he's on the ice and he had the puck and he passed it to sid and fucking tj oshi this fucking fucking toe looking motherfucker <laughs> Comes out of, like, he comes from the side and he's, like, gonna check Gino. Like, he's gonna hit him. So Gino braces for impact, like, gets ready to, like, take this hit. Because if he doesn't, he's gonna get knocked into the fucking, like, into next year. 
he's gonna get knocked into the playoffs. And he, so he braced himself and his shoulder ended up hitting TJ in the face. And so Oshi fucking went down and embellished the fuck out of it and acted like he, his whole life was ruined. Um, when it wasn't and he was fucking fine and he made the game winning goal. So like, fuck off. But Gino fucking got mad (laughs) because they called the penalty and they called it as a five minute major penalty instead of just like a two minute penalty. So he got kicked out of the fucking game. He got ejected from the game. Also, because he stood by the box and then just screamed obscenities in Russian, I'm assuming. Because um, he's one big Russian boy. He's a big Russian bear. And he got mad and so he got, kicked out of, he got kicked out of the game. And then they had to kill a five-minute penalty. Which is bullshit. So, Gino goes out of the game. TJ Oshie wins the fucking game. And then everyone's talking about how, like, Gino should get punished. And, like... He, like, did something wrong, and he's 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 an angry hockey player, and he does bad hits all the time, and I'm like, okay, shut the fuck up. And, like, all the Capitals fans... So, Tom Wilson plays... I think I've talked about this before, but Tom Wilson plays for the Capitals, and he's a garbage hockey player. Like, legitimately, he tries to hurt people. Like, he goes on the ice, and he tries to hurt people. And... Contrary to popular belief, contrary to belief that I had before I started watching hockey, the point of the game is not to hurt other people. Like, you check them into the boards and you get the puck, but, like, and you get hurt, but you can't, like, go out on the ice and be like, I'm gonna trip him so that he potentially breaks his fucking leg. Like, you can't do that. You can't fucking check people, like, really hard into the boards, like, their heads, and you can't hit people above the shoulders because it can give them concussions, and you can't, like slam into people unnecessarily hard when they don't have the puck. So, Tom Wilson does all of those things. And in the fucking preseason, he broke someone's jaw. Broke it. Just broke it. Shattered that bitch. And he got suspended for 20 games, and then he tried to fucking appeal it, and the NHL was like, nah, dude, we're good. Um, And they wouldn't (laughs) let him do it. Bitch, you thought. But all the Capitals fans were like, you know, it's really hard for him, and it's really hard to tell the difference between a legal and an illegal hit, and, like, he's trying his hardest to change his play, and blah, 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 and, like, we understand he broke someone's jaw, but, you know, it's fine. And then fucking Malkin does a legal fucking, like, brace for impact hit on TJ Oshie, and they're like, kill him! And I'm like, stop! Like, you can't, like, you can't just decide that someone's a bad hockey player because they hit one of your players. Like, I'm always, like, very, like, I try to be very, like, unbiased on things like that. Yeah. Like, when Crosby does hits and stuff, like, he slashed somebody a couple years ago and, like, broke their fucking finger. Like, in their glove. And, it, like, I think it was an accident, but he slashed this guy's hand with his stick and it fucking broke his finger and there was fucking blood everywhere. And even then, even though I love Sidney Crosby to death and I would die for him, I was like, okay, yeah, that was bad. Like, he shouldn't have done that. But, like, people can be so, like, specifically, like, older, like, white men can be so, like, set in their beliefs of, like, hockey that, like, and I can say this because I've been to actual live games with old white men around me and seen this. They can be so set that, like, even if objectively their team does something wrong, they're just like, yeah, no, they're they're perfect and I love them and they're wonderful and they can do no wrong. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, I like some of the Capitals players, specifically Braden Holtby, the goalie, because he is a true, true, true LGBTQ ally. I love him to death. Um, But, like, Alex Ovechkin is 
a mean Russian person and Tom <laughs> Wilson is a dick. So like, fuck the Washington Capitals. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, the title of my TED Talk would be Fuck the Washington Capitals. The title of my my latest TED Talk is Just Let Me Call My Cats My Kids and Move On With Your Life. That's what you wanted to talk about I on the podcast. What I'm yeah. About, yeah. Um, so like I I am a woman. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, and I've like I'm pretty outspoken about my whole like I'm very child free. Like I don't want kids. I like cats, silence, and money. Mm. And those are the things I want in life. Um so like I don't know. I feel like child-free women specifically get a really bad rap. Like, oh, you're just, like, bitter. And I'm like, yes, I'm incredibly bitter that I get to sleep in and that I get to do whatever the fuck I want and I don't have to hire a babysitter and my cats can wipe their own asses. Okay, funny little side note. I was talking about how, like, I made a joke how I don't want to raise anything that has to wipe its own ass. And DJ's like, we have we have cats. And I'm like, they wipe their own ass. They use their tongues. And he's like... That's honestly the worst fucking thing I've ever thought of. And now that you put that in my head, I can't stop thinking about it. And I can't look at them the same way anymore. True. <laughs> they do. These little tongues. Look at you. You're disgusting, you little shit eater. Um, and, you know, I say that jokingly, like... She was saying that to me. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> no, I say it jokingly. Like, I, I don't... I'm very kind of vocal about the fact that I don't particularly love kids. Um, they're not my favorite thing in the world. I like, like, kids, like, 10 and over are cool. Um, I'm, I'm, I get very, the problem that I have with children isn't necessarily with them, it's with me. I get incredibly overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if you, if they can't communicate to me what they need, I get freaked out. And I'm like, I'm not helping you, and, and I'm not doing anything to fix this, and I feel like garbage pile, and I don't know what to do. Whereas, like, 10-year-olds are like, I would like a pizza. And I'm like, you can't have pizza for every fucking meal, Jonathan. Why <laughs> not? Because you're a growing boy. Pizza makes me grow. <laughs> oh, fucking God. That was the weirdest thing to watch. That was so odd. It was like you talking down and then the child talking up at you and you talking down to them. I was portraying The child them. talking up. Well, a 10-year-old's not going to be taller than me. I fucking hope not because that would be- My nephew might. Honestly. Oh, my God. He's yeah. so fucking tall. That would be a, like fucking- by the time he's ten, he's gonna be tall. He's gonna be as tall as me. That's insane. Like he's fucking like four feet tall and he's six Christ. years old. Christ! <laughs> like um, fuck off. But like no, I just feel like being child free is a choice that is not a. Uh, excuse me. You know I'm child free because of like, there's a there's a big personal reason I don't necessarily want to discuss yeah. today, but you know. Um, but I'm also child free by choice because, and I think that I I'm I make a really rad big sister, which is why I like kids that are like ten. Mm -hmm. And, like, teenagers. Um, but all I've ever been is a big sister. I also don't think you have to defend your decisions. No, and that's the thing. Like, and, like, people, it's, like, a moral, like, I don't know, people with, who, who, like, want kids or have kids. And this isn't to say all of them, but, like, it's almost like they feel like they have a moral high ground. And it's, like, it's, it, it. I think some women do. Yeah. And it, like, it, 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 they're morally opposed to me not having children. Yeah. And I, it just, I don't understand why that bothers people. And, like, I personally call my, my cats my kids. Like, I call them that, mostly jokingly. Like, I call them my children. But I, I very seriously call them, call myself their mom. Because I've raised them, being specifically, like, Romeo I do it with too. dogs all the time. Yeah. Like, 
They're my baby. Domino was my baby. They are my baby. Like... And, like, I don't understand why my calling my cats my babies invalidates your actual human, human child. Yeah. It doesn't... My love for my cats... And my animals and my pets does not infringe upon or invalidate your love for your child. It, but it, it doesn't... It comes... That kind of, like, hatred and, like, vileness comes from the same place as, like, people that try to tell you, like, you can't be gay or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck does who I have sex with influence in any way your life? Yeah. Like... And it's like, I under... Like, there are certain women who, like, who can't physically bear children and that's like they have a lot of love to give and maybe that they've and and i've been very vocal about like just because a woman can't have children doesn't mean that she like has to want children mm-hmm. because a lot of people have that mindset like women yeah. who can't have children must want them no some of them have stepped back and been like i'm gonna accept this and i'm not gonna seek out alternative methods and i'm gonna not have children but they still have a lot of love to give and if they want to channel that into a living creature that they take care of and they stay up with it when it's sick and they they stay up with them and and baby them and take care of them and raise them from from babies and 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 love them unconditionally and they want to channel all of those feelings into an animal I don't see why that's so wrong. There isn't. There and there isn't. isn't a reason. And it yeah. makes me so frustrated because people people get, oh my god, it's so crazy how they really offended it. they it's get. Weird. And they get so defensive. And I'm like, there's literally no reason why this should bother you so much. Yeah, it's wild. And it's like, people are like, you'll never love your animal as much as I love my baby. And I'm like, maybe I won't ever understand how much you love your child. That's an argument I understand. But like... You don't, you don't know the gravity of love I have for my cats. Like, I've had cats my whole life. I've had Romeo, my, my 15-year-old cat. I've had him since before he was born. Because I, we owned his mother. Mm-hmm. And we've had him since his, his since his fetal stage. <laughs> like, yeah. we've had him forever. That cat means more to me than, than several of my most prized possessions. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would invest every last dollar I had into saving his life if I knew I could. And to say that, like, that is strange or weird, that's fine. There are people in this world who like animals and don't like kids and vice versa. I decimated my savings trying to save my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Decimated it. And, and that's... I'll never go back. And, like... <laughs> and I don't regret that. No. Like, at all. No. I, I, I took a huge chunk of my savings just trying to figure out what was wrong with Argentina yep. when he was coughing. And it's like, turns out you was just allergic he's just a, to sweet he's just potato. Allergic to sweet potato, fucking asshole. Um, but like, also speaking of having kids, I just got a Tinder notification. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but those are all things people would do for their children. Mm-hmm. Like if and if you are not willing to treat your, I this is I have the problem that I have with how like weird people get about it and how they get so defensive and like. They say that it's stupid and you can't call them your babies. Is I don't like that when people treat animals like they're property. P- mm-hmm. Pets are not your property. They are part of your family. That's why I don't... I'm not okay with people who leave pets behind instead of trying to rehome them mm-hmm. and find good homes or take them with them. Like... Also, I think a good point is if you're not willing to, like, treat a pet with, like, decency and love and care, you shouldn't have kids. No, if you're not willing to treat a living creature that you... That is, pets and, children, on you. pets and children are both entirely dependent on you. Totally dogs, 
dogs more so than cats because cats are there they'll find a way like yeah. they really will but at the end of the day if you if you have indoor cats and you don't feed them or take care of them like they are oh, dependent yeah. on you children and pets are the same way in that sense this this living creature that loves you unconditionally is completely dependent on solely you for its survival and if you're not willing to put all of your love into an animal you should you not have, have a kid. No. Unless you're one of those people who, like, just doesn't connect with animals, which is fine. There are people who don't. I'm the opposite. I don't connect with kids. I don't get why people, like, I think babies are cute aesthetically. Um, I don't get the hype around children a lot of the times. Like, I don't know what it is. And I'm not trying to say that I'm, like, like I don't think that you should ever be mean to children. I, I'm just saying that, That's like, literally all I care about. Like, yeah. you can hate kids and not want to be around them and just fucking despise the fuck out of kids, but if you're mean to a kid in front of me, oh, I yeah, will I'll fuck fucking you up. fight you. I will fuck like, you up. Um, my thing is, like, I, I think that I spend a lot of my youth kind of mothering my brothers, and I've, I've burnt out on it at this point. And I've, I have- I did the opposite of you, then. Because Like, you... I spent my whole childhood babying my brother and being a mother to him- and all I want to do is be a mom one day. Yeah, and that makes sense. But, like, I also think that a big po- a big portion of why I don't want kids and, like, I, I just, like, I'm an incredibly selfish person in some senses, um, monetarily. And that's I, fucking fine. Yeah, and, like, I, I, when I say that I'm selfish, I don't mean that I'm, like... Not extremely giving, because you are. Yeah, because like, I, I am... But, like, I want to be able to, like, take care of myself first. And I think that's what I mean when I say that I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. Is, like, I need, I can't, I cannot put my mental health before a child if yeah. I want a child. But I know that I can't put them before myself. Mm-hmm. And I, I just know that I would struggle with that. Oh, yeah. And, like, I think that that's fair. And I want to, like, spend my money however I want to spend my money. Once my bills are paid and once everything's taken care of, I want to be able to spend, to drop 500 bucks on makeup Mm -hmm. in, like, two months. Because I'm an adult and I can do that and I can afford to do that. And, like, I'm also incredibly career-driven. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that that's fair to say because if I don't want to bring it, I don't want to bring a child into this world if I'm not willing to commit 110% to that. And that makes you more self-aware than half the fucking people that have kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, that's um, why I don't have kids right now. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I don't have kids right now. But, like, the reason why I don't want to have kids right now and the reason why, like, I never wanted to have kids when I was, like, younger is because, like, I am not in a place in my life where I can have kids. Mm -hmm. So, like, where a lot of my friends had kids very young, and my brother had kids very young, and, like, I have a lot of friends that have kids, and they're my age, like, totally cool for them. And, like, I do love children. I love children so much. I love being around kids. I love my nephews. I love the idea of being a mom, and I really want to be a mom. But I'm also self-aware enough to know that, like, it's selfish. Um to have a kid when you're not capable of taking care of it. Mm -hmm. Like, um, it's my own personal opinion that it's selfish to have a child because you want one really bad. Um, instead of waiting until you're in a place where you can take care of it or you have a situation where you know that the child's going to be loved and taken care of. Um, that's my own personal, like, issue with a lot of people that I know. Um, 
and that I've heard of, of like having kids, but like not really being ready to take that responsibility, but keeping the kid because they want one really bad. Like, I don't know. That's just a shitty way to like bring a person into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like, I, I will not do that. Like, I just won't. Like, I get the concept of baby fever because I have, I have straight up puppy fever right now. Like, I want a puppy so bad. I would, I would give my fucking left. I kidney. go through periods of baby fever really bad. I would give my left kidney for a puppy. But I also realize that in this apartment and in this living space, like, there's no fucking way. It would be I, selfish it to would get be, a puppy. It would be selfish to get a puppy because I can't commit the time I need to get. It's the same things I, I like, going back to my point, animal, it's the same it's a, thing yeah. that I would, why I would never bring a kid into the world at this point. I can't commit that level of, of attention to them right now, of training to them, of care to them. Yeah. I don't want this, I don't want this dog to just sit in a kennel all day while I'm at work. God, and that's like, another fucking thing that I have a problem with. Yeah, like, I just, I think that if you want to kind of surrogate the feelings that you would, like, your maternal feelings onto an animal, that's fine. Yeah. If you want to surrogate your maternal feelings onto a fucking, like, like baby rock. doll, Fuck that's it. fine. Onto a fucking rock, that's fine. Yeah. Nobody should get to tell you that your love for for an, for an animal, for is an not object, isn't valid, isn't good enough, yeah. because it doesn't live up to their standards of, like, their idea of a nuclear family. And that's the biggest thing, too, is, oh, like, yeah. people... It, it's like seen as it's it's your moral duty to continue and it's it's I'm not saying that they think this consciously I think this is a subconscious evolutionary thing it's it's a moral it's your moral duty to continue the the ebb and flow of the human race and like you need We're to overpopulated enough yeah and like it's your moral duty to keep that going and I'm like <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that like I think it is kind of evolutionary in a way like I coming from like an anthropology kind of, like, psychological point of view, I think it is very, like, um, evolutionary, the desire to, like, carry on our genes. But also, it's mostly cultural. Mm -hmm. It's mostly societal, like, society-driven expectations of human beings. Mm -hmm. Women in particular. Yeah. Like, men, and it's funny, because, like, men could sire more children in a day than women can, Mm -hmm. but women are the focus of all of everything around reproduction. Yeah. Um, it's like, I, mean, I think it's super cool that women can have babies and like studying human development and shit like that. Like learning what a woman's body does to have a, your fucking bones shift. I your hips fucking want that. Move, like your hips separate and your spine changes and shit. It's fucking crazy. I think that's wonderful and beautiful and amazing. And like, I don't know if I'll ever experience that one day. I kind of hope I will, but I also don't know if I'm, like, medically capable of doing that. But, like, so a lot of, like, our expectations focuses around women. And it and it has since, like, the whole nuclear idea, like, nuclear family idea started up in, like, the, the 50s or something. Uh-huh. Of, like, the, um, the perfect nuclear family has a mother that stays at home and has kids... And, and all that stuff. It also comes from religion a lot of the time. Like, Mormonism and um, Christianity and, like, all of those kind of religions have this idea of propagating and reproducing mm-hmm. your, your gene and your, your species. So, like, it's not even necessarily, I will say this to the day I die because I get in arguments with people about it. 
it's not a conscious thing sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a literally, like, subconscious built into you culturally that you have this idea. And you may not even realize it. Mm -hmm. Like, it takes a lot of work to change those kind of mindsets. But we put all this, like, my aunt doesn't have kids. Yeah. She's not, she's never, she's, she was capable of having kids. Mm -hmm. She never wanted them for variety of reasons that I'm not going to talk about because it's not, like, my business. She also listens to this. Hey, Aunt Mary, what's up? (laughs) Um... (laughs) Like, she doesn't have kids because of, like, many reasons. And people have, like, always given her shit for that. And, like, I think it's fucked up. Like, I I love kids, personally. That's a personal thing. But I'm always very conscious of, like, bringing the boys here. Because Mm -hmm. I don't want to make you uncomfortable. That will never make me uncomfortable. But it it just concerns me of, having kids in an apartment is weird for you. Because you've Mm -hmm. never, like, you have Andy... But you don't spend a lot of time with Andy. Like, yeah, no. And if I do, I do it on their terms. Like, yeah. I go there. Um, yeah. But, like, I my Aunt Doris never had kids. My Aunt Doris, my Aunt Doris died in 92, never had a child. And she was never bitter about it. She was mm-hmm. never sad about it. She chose to not have them. I also think that there's this weird kind of, like, warped fucking, um, like, ideal Because I saw, like, some terrible fucking woman made, like, an argument with me on Facebook one day. And she's like, well, your dogs aren't gonna, like, like, bring you takeout and aren't gonna take you to your retirement home in your old age. And I'm like... So you want to have a kid because it'll do something for you? Exactly. You putting that emotional labor... And, like, bringing a child into the world solely for the purpose of, like... I I don't like the idea of bringing a child solely into the world for the purpose of carrying on your legacy. I don't like the thought of bringing a child in the world solely for the purpose of them caring for you in your old age because you're already bringing them into the world with selfish intentions. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it's a great thing to to hope that your child will care for you in your old age, but they should do it because they love you mm-hmm. and because they 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 want what's best for you and not because you you've put that on them since before they were born. And I think that's a fucked up thing that it people that's a do super like fucked up and thing. I'm not gonna, I'm I'm going to if I'm going to build a legacy, I don't want to have to re- like don't this is going to sound skewed, but I promise I have a point. I don't want to rely on anybody else to carry that on for me. I want my legacy to be lasting because I built it there. I don't want to have to put the weight of what I, my what dreams my were name means and my name on means else. onto somebody else and like have them think, is this all I'm here for? Mm-hmm. Is this all I was made for? Like, I don't want... I was, I don't want to bring a child into the world for the purpose of putting myself back into the world when I'm gone. I want to bring a child into the world for the purpose of letting them become their own person. And also, like, the term legacy is very weird. And, like, the the meaning of legacy is much different now than it used to be. Mm -hmm. I think that the meaning of legacy during, like, medieval times and shit meant a lot more. Because it was just, like, you actually carry on a family Mm -hmm. and, like that meant a lot to people and it was respected of like if you have a family name that's well known like that matters it doesn't get, it doesn't matter now like no. you're what you leave behind like is on a much more personal basis i think um than to like put that on a kid is fucking weird yeah. like i i think that like carrying on the family name is like an interesting concept but like It's, I don't know, it's very weird now. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel as important or as meaningful 
than it is. I think it's, I think it's also, like, regionally. Mm -hmm. Because the South is much more, like, focused on legacies and, um, like, men carrying on the family line and bloodlines and shit like that. As opposed to, like, the West Coast, you know? Um, and, like, richer families have the idea of carrying on legacies and shit like that. But, like... Having, like, a kid to be, like, oh, I'm having a kid so that they'll take care of me when I'm older is, like, what the fuck? Like, get someone else to take care of you. Or, like, set up a plan to take care of yourself when you're older. Like, there's so many ways to go about that. To, like, have part of your argument with somebody be, um, I just want someone to take care of me when I'm old. It's fucking weird. No, like, I, I think a big part of it is I seem like I'm kind of, like, I make the joke, I'm like, oh, like, I, I, I need my husband because I'm, like, not an adult enough, like, I need an adult. I'm a very independent person. You are. Yeah. I really am. Like, I, I don't feel the need to bring another, a, a, a person, children, nobody asks to be born, and that's a really funny kind of thing to say, but it's true. Yeah. When when you bring a child into the world, they didn't make that choice. You chose to bring them here. And like for like you don't get to decide their life for them after that. And and granted, to a certain point you real close to what I've been going through. I know, through right I'm now. sorry. It's and you know, granted, like you can raise your child to be to, to however like I, I cannot sit here and say you can't raise your child however you you choose to as long as you're not physically or mentally harming them them, um you can raise your child to line up with whatever values you choose to that's not my place and that will never be my place but when that child is an adult you don't get to decide their life for them anymore they're they're a fully functional full-grown human being yeah. with their own brain and their own heart and their own thought process and their own emotions and their own belief systems and like people are are they're we're free thinking sentient entities so you can't just decide their life path for them when you have a kid and that kid grows up your only responsibility after that child is an adult is to love them and support them. Mm-hmm. That's fucking it. You don't get to dictate anything else in their life. You are their parent and you love them and you support them no matter what. And I That's get, your only and you know, fucking responsibility. I get the argument of like, oh, well, then as soon as my child turns 18, I shouldn't have to support them financially anymore. Don't. Then don't, don't then. That's fine. Like, but. If you can, if you choose to, can, and like, this is something that hits close to home because it, it's a very personal thing, but someone that I love and care about very, very close to me their parental unit continued to support them when they absolutely should not have but complained about it day to day to day that this person was bleeding them dry and this person like why should i have to support them if they're a fully grown adult and like why should i have to continue to pay their bills and i kept telling them then don't Mm -hmm. because like it, it, it there's like obviously families know when like, their kids are struggling. It's like, you know, you're in college, you need help. Like, obviously, if you if you can afford somewhere, come live at home. And that comes from unconditional love. Mm-hmm. But, like, well, if, so- if, 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 like, if you're so bent out of shape about it, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by support is, like, whatever kind of support you want to offer them. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to financially support them or if you want to just be there emotionally or whatever, like... That's dependent on your relationship with that child. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with, like, 
them Mm -hmm. and you. Like, you can decide to financially support them past the age of 18, but that doesn't mean... And if you start thinking that it means that you can dictate their life and their choices, then don't financially support them anymore. No. Like, you can't... Like, I mean, there's... And it, it's kind of, you know, dependent on the situation all, all the time. But, like, um, not going to get too in-depth into my personal experience with this. But, like, if there is something that is, like, a problem in that child's life mm-hmm. and you are continuing to support them, even though you are upset about it and you don't want to do it, and you know that if you stop supporting them, that it would be a bad situation for them and they, they would have to kind of get themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you should stop supporting them financially. But, like, that doesn't mean, and, like, with my situation, they didn't stop supporting their kid in, like, an emotional aspect or, like, as as a father Mm -hmm. figure. Like, they stopped supporting them in that, like, I'm not going to support this habit you have anymore. Like, I'm not going to let this go on. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was, it wasn't them trying to dictate their kids choices yeah or their life it was just like hey like get it together scrub like yeah it was just a very like it was a complicated issue but i know like my personal experience with it my like rest his soul and i loved him to pieces but my grandpa when i decided that i wanted to go to cosmetology school he was not for it and he mm-hmm. did not want me to go and he was kind of vocal at first about how he was not going to help me and I looked him dead in the face and you know I loved my grandpa sometimes I didn't see eye to eye and this was one of the things and I was like then don't and I was like I'm I'm not gonna take your money if it means that you get to decide what I do with my life yeah because he wanted me to go to school he wanted me to go to like community college and he wanted me to like he wanted me to be a lawyer or me to be like a like a doctor or something that was, I hate to say, but kind of unachievable for me. Something that, A, I don't have, I don't have the passion for, B, I don't have the money for, and C, I just don't have the, like, I don't have the drive to do it. Something like... But it's very well-meaning. Yeah. It's where it comes from. Like, I think a lot of parents and, um, or just people that raise kids, like, Mm -hmm. whether they're grandparents or whatever, like, they want the best for you, mm-hmm. so they have that expectation of, like, I want you to grow up to be a lawyer or a doctor because then you'll make a lot of money and you'll be very, like, safe and secure in your, yeah. your job. And they mean well, but they can't make you do no. that. And, but the thing with my grandpa is, like, eventually, like, when I started getting into school and he realized how happy it made me, he did want to give me money. Mm-hmm. And he did want to pay for things. And I still wouldn't let him. And, you know, I was kind of, like, a dumb, like, I was, I was 17 years old and when I started, or I was 18 years old when I started cosmetology school. I was very, like, no, I want to do this on my own and, like, I can do this on my own. The loans are not nearly as bad as, like, if I had gone to a four-year program. No offense. Um, but, like. $30,000 in debt. It's fine. (laughs) Um, but, like, I just made that choice that, like, you know, I, I, I don't want him to feel, like. I hate to word it like this because I, I really do love my grandpa and I, I'm, like, don't want to shit all over his memory. But, you know, we, we there are times we didn't get along. I didn't want him to feel like he had, con- like, it was his idea. Like, he had control over this now. And I'm like, no, like, this is my thing. And, you know, damned if he wasn't my, my biggest cheerleader. Mm-hmm. My grandpa bought me my first set of clippers. 
like outside of school. And I held on to those things until they were shattered to the point I could no longer use them. And I still have them sitting in my closet and they just sit there and they're untouched. And I have the same thing with my grandma because she bought me a flat iron that I no longer use. It's retired. And like, it's it's a different situation in the end, but the the, 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 the kind of like, the core of it is the same. Like, he, re he wanted to decide what his money went to with my schooling and I didn't want to do that. And I, I cut it, cut the cord there and I was like, I can't, can't do that. And then like, you don't get to dictate what I do with my life. And you know, before he passed, we talked about me enrolling in business school and like, like doing classes at TMCC and working part time doing hair so I could open my own salon one day. Mm -hmm. And that was something that we together came together and decided. And unfortunately, my grandpa did pass away before that happened, so I never got that chance. But, um... You still do it. Well, he he left, like... My grandpa left a little bit of, like, a cushion behind for me and my siblings. We can't access it till we're, like, 30. So, who's to say I can't go back when I'm 30? Go to a couple night classes, learn all yeah. the things I need to. Um, but, like expecting there's a difference when you yeah. when you expect something of your child and you push that on them and when you grow and and get like learn what they want to do compared to what you want them to do mm -hmm. you can grow with them and like help them achieve their goals and like root them on as opposed to pushing everything you want done on them like my grandpa was heartbroken when i left ROTC because mm -hmm. he wanted me to complete it and he was so excited he didn't care if I went to the military afterwards he didn't care about anything he just wanted me to complete it and when I left it to join two choir classes he was heartbroken mm -hmm. and like at the end of the day I was like well this isn't what I want to do anymore and he never wanted my like necessarily one of my brothers to do it but my grandpa I think because of my grandma because my grandma was very like art driven he was accepting of it, but my grandma was very like, do anything that you like that harms no one. <laughs> yeah, that's Be my dad. Be a fucking truck if you want to. Yeah. Bonelessly. Also, like, I don't know. It's weird to have that expectation of they have to take care of me when I'm older. Because mm -hmm. it's like, I, it's a nice idea, and I hope when I have kids one day that they'll, they'll want to take care of me when I'm older. But also that puts, that's my responsibility mm -hmm. in my eyes to me. It's yeah. like... If I want them to love me and care for me enough to take care of me in my old age, like... Raise them to be good humans. Raise them to be good Then humans. that's my responsibility mm -hmm. to be a good mom. And, like, love them and care for them enough and respect them as human beings enough to have them respect mm -hmm. me back. And, like, I think people um, with children a lot of the time forget that children are human beings. Yeah. They're people. And, like, they have their own personalities and their own feelings. And, like, you have to... Even if they're little people, they're still people. Like Children and pets are not property. You have to respect them to get respect. Like, you can't just, like, expect them to I respect you because you're their creator. Like I don't believe up. in the respect your elders model. And I don't necessarily believe in the respect is earned model. I give respect as soon as I meet you. Mm -hmm. You earn my disrespect. Yep. Because I think as people, we should respect each other. Mm -hmm. And that should be the default setting. Yeah. You shouldn't have to work your way up to me seeing you as a person. Yeah. And, like, I've always had that kind of feeling. And I don't believe that, like, the respect your elders thing is a thing. Because sometimes, sometimes your elders don't need to be respected. If, nope. you, if you're a respectful person 
to me. And just because you're older than somebody doesn't mean you get to disrespect them. Doesn't mean you can be an asshole to them. And then, yeah. ex- and like, by far, it does not mean you get to do that and then expect them to respect you back. Yep. That's not cool. I hate that shit. Especially when people say shit to me and they're like, I'm your old, I'm your older, you should respect me. It's like, you just disrespected me to my like, face. Like, you were just a huge like, asshole to me, so I'm gonna go ahead and not no, fucking do I'm that. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Taco's good out here. I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It's just... This, that's fucking weird. And I'm still stuck on you telling me that, like, that woman was like, you yeah. want someone to take care of you and you're old? Shut the fuck up. And it's like, I get that that's a cultural thing, and I get it that because, like, thing, yeah. it's, it's still shitty to me. And, like, I, 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 I don't think you should bring children into the world with the intention of using them for Using something. them for your own personal gain. You should yeah. bring children into the world and intend on raising good people for the world. So that's uh, my TED Talk. Let me fucking call my cats my kids and just get on with your life, Jerry. Susan. Shannon. Shannon. Dana. Um, Jonathan. Jonathan, but pizza. <laughs> that's pretty accurate to what kids sound like. Yeah. Um, I also know that I was a shit-ass little kid and my kids would probably also be shit-ass little kids. Yeah, I was a perfect angel, but my kids will probably be shit-ass kids. Hello, mother, I've shaved the cat. Timmy, why? <laughs> Timmy, go to your go to your home. I shall enter the dumpster. Thank you, Timothy. Thank you, Timothy. <laughs> Fuck. Um, you've seen that movie, AI Artificial Intelligence, yes. right? Okay, so when he's screaming, I'm a real boy! I'm it's like, fucking wild. Yeah, dude. And when fucking... Gigolo Joe, played by uh, Jude Law, God does his little like tap dance heel click thing. I'm like, the fuck is this? The fuck is that? Um. So we watched the Shade Dawson Jeffrey Star thing. God. And like it was very good. And I don't I want I don't want to talk about it too much because we only have like 20 minutes left of this. Um, I need you to read Jeffrey Star Garrett fan fiction. I will. Um, it's a special treat for me on this, the day of my daughter's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) On this, the day of my cat's quinceanera? So, just a little background for you. Garrett is a friend of Shane Dawson's. He's a very, very gay man. I love him. I love him. He's so fucking hot. He's tall and, uh, gangly and nerdy and wonderful. And Jeffree Star is hot. Jeffree Star. Yeah. And, uh, very gay, very sexually explicit um but at the end towards the end of the uh shane dawson documentary like thing with jeffree star jeffree star tells shane dawson that garrett's really hot and he wants to have sex with him and that if garrett's willing he'll just like pay his rent for a few months um it's fucking hilarious and 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 shane tells garrett this and uh the whole fucking time that garrett and jeffree are in the same room uh, Jeffrey's just all over him. Just all over Garrett. And Garrett's, like, nervous as fuck. We were joking yeah. about it. And we were like, yeah, they boned. They've apps, yeah. But it was very cute and, like, kind of sweet. So. Yeah. And now Noelle. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh, oh Riley's <laughs> Auto parts. Ow! <laughs> I'm, I'm, Noelle, 
You need to from... come closer to the phone. This is this is Hi. Um today we're gonna be doing an AMS Um anywho <laughs> We're gonna be doing an AM a fuck Wow <laughs> I have a speech impediment. It's called being stupid. <laughs> Um, no, I legitimately have ADHD, and it makes you. it very hard to talk sometimes. ASMR time. Um, I'm not really going to do an AMR. No, I know. A- Ooh, I'm <laughs> having a fucking... Please say ASMR. I can't. Please. I can't. Please try. ASMR. There you go. I'm not going to do an ASMR of Jeffrey... An the Fuck! Wow. A Jeffrey Star ASMR. Okay, cool. I'm not going to do that. Because this is already bad enough. Oh, fuck. It's pretty I'm short. So scared. It's not as short as I thought it was, which makes it even worse. This is from Garrett's POV. Oh, fuck. It's just called Garrett x Jeffrey. Fuck. Shane came home with Jeffrey. From no! From shooting the finale of the series. And I couldn't help but smile when the man in all Gucci came through the door. <sighs> hey, Jeffrey. I said, getting up. Oh, my God, Garrett. I missed you, baby. He... He grinned as he hugged me for longer than necessary. Shane looked at us and said, You know, I looked at him like he was insane. You could make things final, like, in the bedroom. Shane what? Finished, Shane finished as Jeffrey smiled and looked at me, saying, Ooh, yeah, baby, let's fuck. Oh my god! I'd be that blunt. I blushed, and Shane said, You probably shouldn't do it here, considering the mess. We could get you a night at a hotel or something. Jeffrey looked horrified. Garrett can come stay at my place for the night. I can drive him there and back, too. I felt my face go even more red when Jeffrey grabbed my hand and led me out to his brilliantly orange car. It's pink. It was pink, yeah. I watched him lustily as he drove. Lustily is not a fucking We finally word. got to his house and he t- We finally got to his house and he took me inside to his pink house. <laughs> Where the fuck is Nate? Where the fuck is Nate? We stopped in the kitchen for some cookies. Then we headed upstairs. Fuck. When we got in the room, I got out a condom. Oh my god! Jeffrey looked at it and said, Why would you need that when we have pink ones? Going fucking straight for it, man. He said, thrilled. Wow. I whispered under my breath as I took one. Jeffrey looked at my chest with love eyes as he reached what? for the collar of my button-up and as w- and was undoing the first few buttons, then ripped the rest of them open really fast, and I gasped. There's no fucking punctuation. <laughs> and I gasped. <laughs> and I gasped at how strong he was under... And, and, and then, oh, oh, <laughs> how strong he was as he unzipped his Gucci jacket. Which where, though? Underneath of which, W-I-T-C-H, there was no shirt. <laughs> Slowly, I reached over and touched the waist of his pants. We're about halfway through. Oh my god. Um, I don't know if I can do another half. He nodded and smirked playfully. Go ahead. He laughed as I pulled them down and saw his boner was really big. <laughs> really big. It's really big I boner. was gonna have fun. Jeffrey oh laid god. down on the bed. He he. No! He he rubbed his thighs and whispered, Come on, Garrett. Suck me like a bitch. <laughs> No! And show me it says that. It does not fucking say that. Oh my god. It says that. I began pulling down his under... I began pulling down his underwear. Wait, what? I'm I'm guessing that it was still in the under... Okay. okay. Um, no know, context. Um, I began pulling down his underwear and he let out a small laugh. I touched his dick and it felt... And felt it. So beautiful. So hard. 
<laughs> oh my god. I gripped it and licked his Stop! That's so loud on the readout. <laughs> he moaned my name so... Then I really started to suck. He moaned my name so loudly. And it was beautiful. I bobbed up and down harder and he mumbled, oh You still have your clothes on. They never stopped the quotes. So it's just still one big quote, <laughs> I guess. No! <laughs> so I can't fucking read this, Erica. <laughs> I'll read it. I'll fucking do it. We're gonna pass this. <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? It just start at the top. Where I stopped it. Okay. I'm having an existential crisis. God, I don't know if I could do it. Okay. Commit. <laughs> I gotta commit to the bit. Um. You still have your clothes on. I stopped and took off my shirt. Then suddenly the rest was off, and I don't know how it happened. <laughs> His clothes just disappeared. There's... Jeffrey's magic. Jeffrey's so rich he can um, just pay. Somebody to just rip Garrett's clothes off out of fucking nowhere. Oh god, it's almost over. Okay. Um, but suddenly, Jeffrey was opening a condom and giving it to me. I put it on and he got on his knees. So I got on all fours and shook- What? Was opening a condom and giving it to me. I put it on and he got on his knees. This This doesn't make sense. Let me see it. No, I'll read it. They've never had sex. No. what the the Um, thing is. But suddenly Jeffrey was opening a condom and giving it to me. I put it on and he got on his knees. He got on his knees, so I got on all fours. What? (laughs) And shook my ass in his face. (laughs) (laughs) These words are never going to come out of my mouth ever again. Um... (laughs) I'm not this demanding in bed, so I don't know how to do this. Um. <laughs> I'm not either. We're, uh, we're both useless subs. We're both subs, so sorry. Eat it. Eat my ass, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> I said quietly. <laughs> and he did. You gotta say that proud if you're gonna say it. Yeah. yeah. So he did. <laughs> Eat it. Eat my ass, Jeffrey. <laughs> quietly and he did oh my god he licked inside and out all around <laughs> he do the hokey pokey um you better stop <laughs> after stretching me he leaned up and held out his dick <laughs> he asked me he just took it off yeah. and just held it out to him like a fucking like he asked me if I was ready. And I said, as I'll ever be. <laughs> and suddenly, <laughs> well, suddenly things happening. And suddenly, he was in me <laughs> and pumping fast. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god, okay. <laughs> Fuck! I was almost there as I said, Je- Jeffrey? Jeffrey, I, I I'm gonna cut, <laughs> but it was too late. <laughs> I came on the hand he was jerking me off with, and he laughed and licked it up. <laughs> oh no! 
No! After that, we fell asleep on the bed and slept till morning. Did Jeffrey come? <laughs> Does he just not get to? Maybe he's an alien and he doesn't. <laughs> he is an alien. When we woke up... When we woke up, I heard, last night was amazing. We should do it again sometime. I agreed and he took me back to Shane's house. The That's end. It. The end. <laughs> oh my god. This is why virgins should Someone commented on this? Oh no. Uh, Noah Salamander? Iconic. <laughs> oh my god! Fuck! <laughs> and then, um, another person, anonymously, said, Yes! <laughs> and you're, you're the one who said iconic, and I'm the one who's like, Yes! Iconic. Yes! Who the fuck could read that and say, It's iconic. No. Um. What? Eat it. Eat my ass, Jeffrey. Stop it! I don't want you to look at me when you say that! Je- Jeffrey? Jeffrey. I'm gonna come! You better stop up! Um, stop, bitch! Suck me like a bitch! <laughs> I'm fucking... I'm Oh god, it's on Wattpad. Oh, yeah, it is. The other one was really sweet, and I should have read that one because it was just about like it was just cute, it was sweet. And then I saw that one, and I was like, "Now I'm gonna fucking read that one." I. J- it's the funniest thing to me when people that have never had sex write, write fan, fan fiction that's smut. Like, you can tell the difference coming from a person, and I'm not ashamed to say this, that reads a lot of fanfic. God. Um. I do. I just read a lot of it. Mainly comes from my Destiel obsession. But Fucking I read a lot. Get this fucked. podcast um, is canceled. No, it's not. <laughs> Love me for who I am. <laughs> Listen. Listen. I was fine with you coming into my home, being one of them hockey gays. Yeah. But you don't come into my good. Christian home and look me in the face and tell me you're a Destiel shipper. I am. The only okay, you know what? No, you can be a Destiel shipper, but the day you bring someone into this home that looks me in my eyes and goes yeah, I ship Wincest, I'm burning them alive. Oh yeah, no, I will burn them alive with you. <clears throat> Witch hunt. Um. Anyway, so it's, it's really the- fucking funny it is. to like read fanfic from people that have had sex and know what sex is. You're like, oh yes, and that's I'm like, yeah, cool. sexual. Versus 12-year-olds that have never had sex and decide to write smut for some fucking yeah. reason. <clears throat> because the internet is a wasteland and we shouldn't let our kids on it. Um. <laughs> and I'm like, part of me's like, what happens if, like, Jeffree Star ever reads one of those? He 100% does and, and he the thinks it's funny. other part of me is, like, he also said that he would pay Garrett's rent for a couple months if Garrett would have sex with him. Yeah. Do you think he cares about, no. like, bad smut written about no. him? Nah, man. He's all here for it. <clears throat> anyway. My throat is being weird now because I think I'm uncomfortable. Um, so. <gasps> no! There's one called Rosy Cheeks, Garrett and Andrew. Andrew's their cameraman. Um, is it long? Hold on. Read. Read. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, okay. <clears throat> Next week. Um, if this becomes a 
podcast where we just read smut, I don't know how to continue. I'm not mad about it because it's funny. <laughs> Um, um, well, it's gonna become Game Grumps, where they just read Sonic yeah. Princess Peach fanfiction, where yeah. Sonic fucks Princess Peach, and it's really upsetting to me. <clears throat> There's a whole, like, fucking fanfic where Sonic, like, Princess Peach is sad, and Sonic is, like, comforting her, and he's just like, I'll give you something to make you feel better, and then he just fucks her. <laughs> Sonic isn't like that! <laughs> this is not what Sonic represents! Yeah. This um, was a wild fucking episode. It, yeah, it was. Um, so... I think we're uh, gonna send off, because, uh, Erica yeah. and I want Applebee's. I want some fucking Applebee's. Yeah, and I have to s- work tomorrow? Nice. <coughs> I'm dying. <laughs> Same. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, you can find me, your, your friendly neighborhood barista, <coughs> in the hospital. Um, <laughs> so, I'm on Instagram... As Road of the Dead, I'm on um, Tumblr as it's kind of a funny story. Put some dash marks in there. You'll figure Find it out. out. Um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter as... Twitter, right? Yeah, Twitter. As um, Erica Galloway. It's just my name. Um, with a K. Erica with a K. Yeah, with a K, motherfuckers. The only right way to spell it. Um, anybody out there named Erica with a C, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> um, oh my god, I went to therapy today. <coughs> and. Note. <laughs> and they called Erica, and the only two people that were in the waiting room, me and another lady, were both named Erica. And I was like, wait, who? What? And I got really confused. Anyway, um, also in the description of this episode slash the description of the podcast, you'll be able to find um, all the, the pages for the, the podcast. Yes. And like, hit us up. And questions, concerns. Um, comments, constructive comments, criticism. Uh, non-constructive criticism just know just that if you give us. us any kind of criticism we will cry yeah constructive or otherwise um where can they find you noel um you can <clears> find <throat> me on instagram and twitter at hero turned human you can find me on tumblr at heartset west and you can find me in any of your any any of your local parks um up on the highest tree i can find loudly and dramatically reading all of the jeffree star fanfic i can find yeah um <clears throat> Uh, tell everyone you know to listen to us because Please. we're funny. We're hilarious. And, um, Sometimes we get dramatic and deep and then other times we talk about this. <laughs> and other times we do both and it's just a, a, a variety a show. Pods. That's what we um, are. We're, we're, the, we're a variety show. Yeah. Um, had a good time today until um, it got to uh, the fanfic. Um, <laughs> that ruined your Had a great day. time. Um, but yeah, so tell people to sponsor us as well. <laughs> Hey, uh... Call, contact Audible and be like, hey, fucking, fucking give, sponsor. Give, give book. money. Oh, um, they, you can... Give us money. Money can be used for goods and services. <laughs> give us money so we can talk about your good books. Give me money so that I can, uh, get a speech therapist so I can say ASMR correctly. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we end the show. So, uh, love thanks, you guys. Thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. And, and uh... uh Get weird. Get weird and eat my ass.